Let's see how this goes. Brandon, you talk. This is an explicit podcast. You must be 18 years or older to listen. Good job, buddy. All right. See, we hear the background noise out of the fucking peanut gallery. You know why? This guy is scared to admit he's gay. Look what study he's from. Alabama. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. admit I was gay either. <laughs> but you can admit that he swallows a gallon of semen. Because he cured himself. Being gay. That's something Angie would never do. If she was lesbian, she would never swallow a gallon of semen. She wouldn't even let it touch her. Why would you want to cure yourself? <laughs> it's nothing to be cured. Hey, I mean, if he's gay, why be cured? You're still getting sex. You're still getting sex. As long as you're happy, it doesn't matter. Get the finish. Well, until I hit the button, I'm not going to know if her heads are cut off or not. We can go live early. We want to go live early. You never know if we're actually going to last for the, uh, the 30 minutes as it is. It has gotten a lot easier since you've been doing it, though. It has been. Well, last time, the last two times, it has really flowed. The first, the first couple of times, it's really nervous. Yes. <laughs> it's like, uh... I thought we'd had, like, the foursome here, and it would, we'd have things we could bounce yeah, off no. of. Girls don't like to be on the screen. But they don't feel special. Jessica's boobies are really popping today. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. All right. There it is. Oh, we are live. Welcome to another episode of AS Bull. I'm Brandon. I'm Jay. And thank you for joining us today. Mm-hmm. I love it. Welcome oh. to the bowl. <laughs> the bowl. Sorry. We're having some te- technical difficulties. Hello, Hello sirs. Hello to you. Hello. I can't see the screen so good. Just a heads up, we are working with um, some different equipment today. Yeah, just my cell phone because I forgot my. Uh, they're not so, advertising. Uh, if you uh, <laughs> if you send us some questions and there's a little pause there, um, the screen's a lot smaller. So as we're just trying to read your uh, question, and we're getting older. Let's be honest here. So are we ready to start with uh, six? Turn the light on. Now you're asking questions? All right. Uh, let there be light. We got both ladies in the background. It's actually better quality. Oh, okay. Right. Well, we're still not going to do this every time. We can't read the little letters on the screen. We're old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you ready to start six in the news? Yes. Might as well jump right into it. This is a story I found. This is. This is, uh, comes, was it Australia? Australia. Internet. I don't Australia know. Internet. Uh, WorldNewsDailyReport.com. You can find the story if you're interested. I'll give them the credit here. Um, man claims that drinking gallons of sperm cured him of homosexuality. I'm going to read the story here because it's so crazy and Messed gross. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you want to uh, almost vomit a little. Um, a man from Tuscaloosa, Alabama a well-known neuropath and former LGBT militant claims to have cured himself of his homosexuality by drinking two glasses of sperm per day for a few months. Uh, Ben Franklin, 61 years old, for several decades militant and leader of several organizations working for the promotion of LGBT rights. 
He says, despite his activism, sorry, maker's mark, (laughs) (laughs) he's always felt uneasy about being gay and always hoped he could be cured. The professional neuropath said he spent years studying the nature of homosexuality and the chemical properties of thousands of substances. After several unsuccessful attempts with various herbs, he turned his attention to a substance which turned out to have an almost perfect chemical and hormonal properties of human semen. That's why you should always swallow, ladies. So you don't turn gay? No, no, no. Well, if you're following his path, if the girls are swallowing, eventually they won't want to fuck men anymore. It's got great properties right there. Well, I'm just saying, but but if they drink a glass of it a day, they'll no longer want to sleep with us. They'll only want to sleep with other women. Which I understand completely. So is that why Jessica over all this time is now starting to play more and more with ladies? She's been drinking so much semen? She's been drinking semen. So it's turning her into a lesbian. AS rocks, thank you. He created a solution composed of 95% pure human semen in which a mix of vitamin and hormones is added. A preliminary test with rats produced some very promising results, so Mr. Franklin decided to test himself. Over the last year, he ingested two glasses, 600 milliliters, of this treatment every day and says the results are conclusive. Mr. Franklin is convinced that his new scientific breakthrough could help millions of homosexuals around the world. According to the preliminary results, the effect of his new semen treatment are reversible and show that the subject reverted to their homosexual ways in less than a month if they stopped treatment. Okay, that's good enough. Yeah, that's, Number one, you, you don't need treatment for being gay. You yes. just gay. Be, be okay with it. Be, be who you are. Number two, it's got a picture of this dude drinking a glass of semen. Yeah, and okay. If you're drinking a glass of semen, it should be in a porn. You're <laughs> number one. Where do you get a glass of semen? <laughs> That's a lot of semen. Yes, <laughs> I mean, he, he probably says he wasn't gay because he was trying to collect the semen. So what he's doing is going around a whole bunch of men every day. Well, I no longer want to do men because I'm blowing them all day long and putting them in a glass. <laughs> Obviously, I no longer want to sleep with men because, well, I'm doing it all day, every day. <laughs> I'm cured. That's just his jaw hurting. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm no longer gay. Yeah, sure, I do this all day, all the time. But yeah, not gay, not at all. Yeah. That's just another ignorant, back person from Alabama trying not to be gay. Well, it's just, oh my God. Instead of just a gallon of semen. And accepting it. Where could you get a gallon of semen? Can you go to like the sperm bank and purchase it? <laughs> I don't know, but I just want the semen. <laughs> just saw that shit out. Uh, <laughs> is it like a craft beer place? They have a big board, <laughs> right. like 101 flavors up there. I'll take the neuroscientist today. Yes. Oh, yeah. Warm it up? Oh, yeah. Please, please. Uh, I'd like mine chilled on the rocks. Can I get it mixed with some ice cream? Milkshake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no! You know what? <laughs> I will, that shit may be fantastic. I'm never going to know. I'm, I... We have a friend in California who would be into this. This would be her kind of a bar. She would love to go. <laughs> Sounds completely disgusting to me. <laughs> but, uh, hey, that, guy, only- that guy's got some issues. Uh, and for someone who, 
who claims to support LGBT rights, obviously he does not. He, he probably found religion and they fucked him all up. I'm sorry if you're religious and you're actually following the <laughs> you're following what you're supposed to do in religion, which is love everybody and take care of people and treat everybody how you want you want to be treated. Oh, you mean the that's great, yeah. But nobody really does that where they get really into religion and they start pointing fingers at everybody and claiming that you're not like me, so you're wrong. Yes. No, just because you don't agree with somebody doesn't make them wrong. It just means you don't agree with them. All right. So let's move on to a fun story. Yes. This story we got from... From Jenny, right? No, we got this one from Club um, Euphoria. Club Euphoria. Okay, because this is a story everybody needs to know because yes. we all want to do. Very important. I'm sure this is almost everybody's bucket list. How to have sex on an airplane, according to flight attendants. I wish after reading the story I had not booked an afternoon flight. I wish I'd have got a red eye. <laughs> You're flying alone. It might have been a hot flight attendant. Jessica would have Once gave again, permission. I think if you masturbate on the plane, it still counts the Mile High Club, so we're good. You're good. You're good. I need to go in the bathroom and get that done in a hurry. I'm just saying. I'm part of the Mile High Club. All right. Good for you. <laughs> I did not forget about that. That's the first thing you told me. She flies in Italy. I haven't talked to her in a day and a half, and the first thing she mentions to me on the phone is, I could have had sex on the plane. Not, hello, how are you? How's it going? I could have had sex on the airplane. Just his wife just informed, just reminded him that a male flight attendant asked her to have sex in the bathroom on the plane. And I told her, why didn't you? I'm actually surprised she said no. I am too. I didn't. I asked, oh, you didn't what? say no? Wait, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Apparently just a male in the bathroom. <laughs> she told me she said no. no. Yes. She couldn't because he'd get caught and lose his job. So he's saying that you can't. I, th I thought he was the one. He knew said, he knew her and how much noise she makes. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Everybody's going to know we're having sex in the bathroom on the plane. <laughs> All right. Back, All right, to, the back to the story. <laughs> that got interesting there for a second. I thought that she was fixing to tell on herself. I'm <laughs> <laughs> cheated. <laughs> um, there are several titles you can earn that nobody can ever take away. Marine, PhD, and of course, card-carrying members of the Mile High Club, which I am not one of those members of any of those groups. Yeah. <laughs> the loser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Once you've done it at thirty thousand feet, you're pretty much won the "Where's the kinkiest place you've ever had sex?" Hmm, this makes me think of uh, one of our friends. What? Always Tracy. The kinkiest. Kelly? Oh, that's because they, they always have, have sex everywhere. They they, they would like to be in the competition for the kinkiest place they've ever had sex. Although our one friend did it in the back of a movie theater, and our other friend literally gave a blowjob inside the confessional at a church. You had yours in a porta potty. That takes the cake. That's better than a confessional at <laughs> a church. Now, I'm not religious, but I still think that's wrong. <laughs> really brave enough to go to the bathroom during a flight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, you bring up a good point. Whenever he gets to the actual story here, when we stop jabbering, if you're having sex on a plane and there's turbulence, imagine the blowjob. <laughs> Just put the girl on top and all the turbulence bounce her up and down. It's lazy sex. I like it. <laughs> okay. Some flight attendants gave some examples on how to have sex on different flights. This is on a standard domestic flight. 
start an argument like maybe one of you is bogarting the Sky Mall or won't shut off the reruns of Good Morning L.A. Sure, there are 97% chance that someone will live tweet it, but they don't know your real names. Say something so inflammatory it forces the other person to give up and leave. Like, I'll give back the Sky Mall as soon as I find something in it that will discreetly kill your chinchilla. <laughs> the offended party leaves in a tear-filled huff and locks himself or her, him or herself, in the bathroom. The party who is now left with nothing but horrible awkwardness and a copy of the Sky Mall gets up and bangs the lavatory door to apologize. The person in the restroom opens the door and invites the other one into the flight and continue in the bathroom. Fight, not flight. Uh, <laughs> have a fake hate sex. A fake hate sex in the lavatory while the other passengers think you're still fighting. Voila, you're in the Mile High Club. That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> but those bathrooms are like this big. That's it's not supposed to be good sex. It's short That's not the <laughs> The peanut gallery said use short strokes. Okay, me and, I me and Brandon don't understand short strokes. That's the full stroke. Is there something That's... you need to is there something you need to tell us, Jessica? She she's done this before with a flight attendant. We just like... found that out a little bit ago. I think she lied to me. But that would work. I, I as soon as you start telling the, the way to do it, I'm like, that would yeah. You go in there like you're going to have a conversation and make up, and then you're both in there, and no one's going to have a problem with you guys both being in the bathroom together. Because you're not arguing. Yeah. Only problem is Angie would be the one having to come and talk to me about it because I'd be the one running off to the bathroom crying. <laughs> because she wouldn't let you read the Sky Mall? Yeah. Because she wouldn't agree to run off to the bathroom crying. No, nope, you're doing that part. <laughs> <laughs> You're flight, so mean! On our flight to Naughty New Orleans, maybe Jessica and I can try this out. All right. So you're going to run off to the bathroom crying, right? Yeah, I'll be the one, because Jessica never cries. Yes. Jessica has no emotions. <laughs> She's a cold, heartless, yeah, obviously yeah. already part of the Mile Hard Club herself. Obviously, just to tell you. Hey, if your wife's part of the Mile High Club and you aren't there, you can still count that as like a half. We're halfway to the Mile High Club. All right, this is on a, uh, a <laughs> it's always a we. <laughs> She's over here telling me it's not a we. It's always a we. Remember, murder, suicide, if it was me and you. No, I'm talking about them. I'm talking about them. Brandon's halfway to the Mile High Club because his wife had sex with some. Oh, with a flight attendant. <laughs> I like that thinking. Yes, yes. I okay, <laughs> this is on a flight that I'll never be part of because it's on a little red eye. So they leak way too early for me. But if you're on a domestic red eye, according to the FA, no one really gives a fuck on those flights. <laughs> there you go. No one gives a shit. No <laughs> red eye, they don't care. It's too damn early in the morning. I've taken pics from Mr. Jam while <laughs> So think about it. You're almost halfway there. Jam so if you board a red eye flight, no play. one's going to care. What the hell you do because, well, it's early in the morning and probably half of them are hungover and the rest are sleeping. They're <laughs> just like, I don't give a shit. Just do whatever you want. Uh, select an aisle and a window seat. The same rule. Ideally on a flight that doesn't typically sell out since most people rarely choose middle seats. If everything works out, you should have a whole row to yourself. Wait until the meal service has ended in first class and the cabin lights go out. Watch the lights in the front of the plane. When they go out, too, that's your cue. 
snuggle up under a blanket that you brought in on your carry-on bag. Nobody needs to be playing with the SDC blame game when the real culprit is an airplane quilt. <clears throat> the seats are so cramped that you wouldn't believe the ridiculous positions people sleep in, said a flight attendant, so the passengers conceivably do reverse cowgirl or any other position that looks like you're sleeping, really. Do it on a blanket. Be remembered to be quiet. This is why Jessica could never do it, because she can't be quiet. People are sleeping and watching each trailer right next to you. So there you go. Get a red eye flight. Remember to bring your blanket. And just act like you're cuddling. It's a cuddle fuck. That's right. It's a cuddle fuck. Let's demonstrate. <laughs> or your foot. You were gay. You were like, yeah, all right. Well, I am completely cold. I have fat, so I, I feel like no penetration was going to take place. But you don't understand I have a needle neck. It'll go right through this. I don't think it's going to go through my uh, Levi's. Yes, Mr. Ready to Jam, beer is a good hydration. Okay. That's and not true. But Basically, it's the same on the international red-eye flight. Wait till the lights go out. You're all alone. After the flight test, take a break on those long flights. Get a row to yourself. Get a blanket that you bring. Because those other things are fucking nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and then They've already got somebody else on them. And then uh, bang one out. So there you go. I hope all of y'all, after listening to this, go join the Mile High Club and send us stories about joining the Mile High Club and pictures, hopefully. Yes, I know you're a beer snob, uh, Mr. Beer Ready snob. to Jam. Ah, if you're ever in Dallas, hit me up. I know a place you can get your beer snob. He's on. only saying that because he wants your wife. I don't actually know. Trust me, you want his wife. I guarantee it. I. I if the white wife has a vagina, they're probably guaranteed that yes, I want her. <laughs> Your standards are really high. Mile High Club is too scary. Are you just scared because you might get caught or what? It's an adventure. I don't know if I would ever do it because I don't know. I would be so nervous, I'm not sure I could perform up to standards. The best... Maybe in the bathroom where I wouldn't have anybody looking at me or possibly I feel like I'd have some level of protection in the bathroom. The best case for me and Angie ever to get on the Mile High Club is if we can both be together and uh, do it. Hang on a second. Not in control of the plane crashes. Okay, sweetheart. If you're having sex and the plane crashes, you're in just as much control as you are if, if the plane seeing... crashes when you're not having sex. Unless you're the pilot. If, if you were a pilot, don't be having any sex while the plane's Don't be having any sex while you're supposed to be flying the plane. I don't know what your job is, so maybe you are correct. You shouldn't be joining the Mile High Club. Hey, but if all those options are too scary for you, or not, there are a couple places in Las Vegas that you can charter a private plane that comes with, equipped with a bed, and you can go up and you'll be the only one on the plane, and you can join the Mile High Club. Not a pilot, but I have been invited by a pilot to have sex. Nice. I believe that. See, this is why I said you wanted to have sex. Why they put a uh, a cockpit? No, cock. Cockpit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I need to have a cock stop in the cockpit. That's right. Implied. <laughs> but uh, that wraps up our, uh, our sex in the news. I have to thank Jay and the... Uh, People who send in those news stories for Club Euphoria. Club Euphoria. They are awesome. Is that up the one in Ohio? Yes. All right. Thank I keep you, saying Ohio. by Cleveland, but they're they're not in Cleveland, so I forget where they're at. When we come, we come to, to Pub Crawl, we'll work on joining the Mile High Club. All right.
My best chance of joining the Mile Club with Angie is to get a hotel in, uh, what was it, Nevada, Denver, 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 Colorado. Oh, sorry. <laughs> is it the Mile High City? Yeah, but you can go to Dubai. Well, I'm not going to go to Dubai. I'm scared of all those countries where they can kill me for no reason. Because <laughs> I am, I, I'm not very good at keeping my mouth shut. Denver. Thank you. I'm not very good at keeping my mouth shut or my opinions to myself. Hey, so, um, yeah, no. If that counts, I'll be joining the Mount High Club in September. Oh, yeah. You guys invite us to go with you. That's I did. Unless you find a couple you can actually have sex with. Next year, Mile Club <laughs> and your pub crawl. All right. That's right. And his or the husband just agreed. All right. Which pub crawl? Austin? Or Who gives a shit? Why are you getting picky? Just come to one of them. Wait, actually, yeah, narrow them down. You have to pick a pub crawl. Come to both? I like this idea. That's right, yes. Angie, Angie has a good pub. idea. <laughs> <laughs> the spring one. All right. Okay. All right, what were we going to talk about? We had a discussion. Angie, what was the discussion about? Oh. Do's and don'ts for first dates. dates. Have sex. That's a do for the first date. Always. It's not a good day. No, not on the first. When you're on a first date with another couple, you should find me, have sex with me. That way it lowers the pressure for the evening. <laughs> you don't feel like you have to have sex with the other people because you've already had sex with me. On a first date, it's the most important is to have a conversation with your wife prior to the date. Set some kind of boundaries and what's... Yes. And... It, Communicate what, how far you're willing to go and how far you're not willing to go. Can we come up with a safe word? Um, especially on the first date. After that first date, really, things start, you become much more loose. Yeah. Um, okay, to be honest, uh, uh, well, Brandon just said we're first dates. If, if you're single, we're, we're taking this from a couple's perspective because we're both couples. So... <laughs> We're not a couple. Yeah. <laughs> We've been asked several times if we're, yeah. But, so, but. He's the catcher. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just said I was the steak because I'm catching. At any rate, you do need to have a conversation what you guys really want to do. Um, if you're, when you're going at your first time, going to whatever you want, just have a conversation about what you're okay with, what you're not okay with. And if you get excited during the date, don't change it. That, that's the important thing. Just yeah. don't switch it in the middle. I don't care how hot or how excited you get or how tipsy you get. One of you should actually stay sober. And if you're a single and you're getting into it, you should stay sober. But you need to know what your limits are and don't pass those limits, no matter how much you want to that night. Because there can always be a second date. Yeah, you can always do something more the next time, but you can't undo something you did. Once it's done, it's done. You can't switch it. So that's the most important thing to any first date. Just know how far you're willing to go. And then after that, just try to be as relaxed as you can. Don't don't overthink it. I think it's oh, clip your nose hairs. That's a very important yes, thing. Yes, clip first the nose date. hairs. Yes. There's not a good chance the girl will end up marrying you anyways. If you have a big <laughs> nose hair. It, it's only ever happened once that I know of. And she just says nose hairs and ear hair. Oh, and my hair. Yes. He, he well, got the nose hair. I got the ear hair. Yeah. But here. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you're, uh, if you and your couple or you yourself are willing to go all the way, well, just be prepared. Be sh shaved completely, not half shaved. 
it always if you're, if you're into shaving yes if you're not into shaving then that's fine you don't have to be groomed yes whatever grooming means to you be groomed good personal hygiene yes that's what we're getting at just we, some people enjoy hair and that's there's nothing wrong with that that's what you're into there should great. be something down there that you could floss your teeth with I thought I was completely against hair until last night in New Orleans. Really? Yes. I do I like to be completely trimmed. against hair when you've got a rug on your chest. I'm talking about downstairs. <laughs> I'm you talking about vaginas. <laughs> talking about vaginas. I mean, you carry a rug, so is there, they're sitting there on top of you, and they're staring at this. Like you should allow some latitude down there. I, I do now. <laughs> I do now. Cleanliness is important. Yes, it is. <laughs> but it, hair is not a... A big deal just whatever your hygiene is make sure you've taken care of it before you go on a date yes very important yeah well angie brings up the point you need to make sure Step who you're with references what what they're looking for and what you're looking for so you know when you go on the date that you guys are actually there for the same thing that's kind of a hard thing to do because well no. i'm only speak because some i know things that i have i guess went in no po yes Thinking what you know, my preference might be, but a good personality, well, can change my mind. Something that I, I said no, I wouldn't. I think what she means becomes is, funny or whatever is like, well, yeah, because it's just a good time. Well, I think what she means is sexual purpose. We just told people not to change your mind about a limit you have. Yes, right. That's what she's getting at. That's on the first. Yeah. If you're this, we're talking about first dates. If if you're on a first date and you guys are only the girls playing, the guys watch. And the other couple only wants to do full swab. You probably don't want to go on that damn date because yes. you're not in the same space. Yeah, well, that's going to be taken ahead ahead of time with the emails because that's what she's getting at. Make sure you establish that beforehand. What what you're both looking for or wanting from the date. If the other couple's a couple that we only get out once a month and we want to bang tonight, and you're a couple that's like we're brand new, we just want to meet somebody and talk. That couple does not want to meet you, and just don't do it. It'd be it'd not be good, probably. Correct. So have that conversation of what you're both wanting or expecting, and or you'd be like me and Angie. We just go out with everybody. Yeah, we show if we can. Girls. Well, I say that we don't go out with anybody anymore. <laughs> we only get what three three Saturdays a month where we're not doing something. Yeah. So it's ridiculous. I can't even remember Jessica's last date. <laughs> We're talking them into going to players with us. Next Jessica's over there. My date's gonna be next week. You're like that's because Brandon's out of town. <laughs> oh, they've been approached by guys with bad BO. See that that's an immediate turnoff for, for Jessica. It's an immediate turnoff for anybody. We don't like whatever okay. Guys with bad BO. I don't mind smoking. Somebody smokes, but if you come up to me and you, I smell it on your breath, I don't want to kiss you. I don't mind talking to you. I'm not like, I'm not upset. You want to smoke, smoke, whatever, but I don't want to kiss you. It's, a, it's an automatic turnoff. We, there's this one couple where we play with the girl and she smoked heavily, but every time she got done smoking, she automatically stuck a piece of gum or a, a Tic Tac or something in her mouth. So I never, even though she smoked all the time, I honestly... Had had sex with her like three times before I knew she even smoked. I was like, "You do?" And she goes, "Yeah." I was like, "I never tasted." She goes, "That's because it always tastes like spearmint." And I went, 
You do always taste like spearmint. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Tastes gross regardless of how hot you are. Yes. It's like you're licking an ashtray. And yes, the people that smoke, I know you don't taste it. That's because you smoke. You don't taste it. So, anyway, that's about all we got for the, this time. We got to, uh, we got, you got to read the thing for the resource center. Yes. We are, our pub crawls coming up on April 21st. And uh, we're selling shirts. This is a mock up. It's not completely done. Stand up. Uh, stand up. We're going to be selling shirts kind of like this. This isn't done. It's, changing. it's not Jackie. Ch does anybody know who this is <laughs> in the picture and why she's on the picture? Just you know, let everybody know. Somebody out there's a geek. Hello. Hello. It's not Jackie Chan. <laughs> it's a female. At any rate, are you saying females can do Our pub crawl. <laughs> I'm going to karate you. It's <laughs> kind of racist. So, shut up. <laughs> Our pub crawl is going to be sporting a resource center. All right. Uh, and yes. Brandon's going to tell you what the resource center is. This will be the charity for this upcoming pub crawl. The Resource Center is a trusted leader that empowers the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer-questioning LGBTQ communities and all peoples affected by HIV through improving health and wellness, strengthening families and communities, and providing transformative education and advocacy. So that's what our charity poke roll is going to be going to this time. I have to thank C from Swinging Down Under. Or sending us entirely too much money through uh, PayPal and just being super hot. Uh, well, so yeah, and, just, <laughs> and this is the first show I think she hasn't joined us on because but she's doing like a, a run, so we'll give her that. Okay, she said, I don't think we're going to be done with our race in time to make it. It's 7 30 a.m. where she lives, not done with the race. They're not going to start the race, they're already running at 7 30 a.m. Jessica doesn't believe a what day. What time do you start running? It's <laughs> you're crazy. Jessica doesn't believe a day should start before eleven a.m. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna agree with Jessica. But that's what our poke girl is gonna be. I also want to thank. We got a thing. They sent us some money. I want to thank Tony, and there's a couple others that sent us money. I can't name everybody. There's been several after C put it out there and asked people to uh, donate to the uh, charity through uh, our PayPal account. And I just thank you all so much. Our next show, if you care to join us, will be live from the pub, pub crawl. crawl on the 21st. We will be uh, broadcasting from the uh, Embassy Suites in downtown Fort Worth. Um, so if you happen to be attending the pub crawl, feel free. We'll be live. We cannot edit your faces or edit your voices. So yeah. feel free to stop by and say hello. Well, it's probably going to be a drunken mess. You guys definitely want to tune in for that one. As we get started on the charity pub crawl. Like mm -hmm. Um, when's your next, uh, meet and greet? Our next mingler is going to be, uh, May 4th. What's the first Friday in May? 4th. 4th. May 4th. It's going to be May 4th. And we're going back to Rick's, Rick's. DFW. I still got my cars to get in free. <laughs> well, everybody that comes with us gets in free. So we're going back to that. They have uh, valet. They are opening up extra bathrooms for the ladies. They've stopped smoking in the facility. And uh, they have extra staff and everything. And they have a oh. super smoking hot redhead that walks around tacos. <laughs> Worth the price of admission just to go see her. Hmm. The admission's free. Else. So that makes it worth the price of admission to go see her. <laughs> if you're in the Dallas area, 
for May 4th, you need to come. Yes. You know, a Star Wars thing going on. Oh, hey. and they're getting some... She thought of you. They asked us to pick out two uh, special answers. I think, like, do porn and other stuff in the script. And they're getting them to come in special for our group. Hmm. So Angie picked out one for Ronnie, because she's tatted all up and hot. Yes. And she's a redhead. And then she picked out another girl solely because she's redheaded with green eyes. Oh. So if the first one can't make it, then we're getting the other one just to make you and Ronnie happy. That's what we were going for. Um, other than that, I don't know what else we got going on. Next week, uh, we're going to be having my birthday at a uh, swingers club. Sorry, I'll be in Florida. Players DFW. That's all right. We're probably going to try to get your wife a date. Take her with us. That's fine. Keep telling her. I'm going to be out of town all week. I told my wife to go out and have some fun. <laughs> Well, well, she's not used to big. She's used to about this big right here. So, so everybody's big. Compared. That's right. Everybody's big compared to us. Angie's like this guy was huge when I played with him. Right. His dick was like that big, but for Angie that was huge because she's used to this. So. I just know that guy won't be getting anal because they just get one like this much. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us, and uh, we'll see you again on what day was it? No, oh, the pub crawl day. On the pub crawl, twenty first. Life is short. Sure. Are he naked? Bye-bye. As soon as I get this thing to stop, swipe down. Good luck.